Oh, just when you thought it couldn't happen, dreams do come true. <laughs> Lori Rocking Camp is here. We're doing a surprise bonus episode of Genius Parade. And I have one thing to say. Lori will tell a story about mom and dad getting divorced. Lori, she has a story about how her aunt doesn't think it's forced. This is the fourth time this happened since Lori started with our show. But something she has said, she doesn't think it's a go. Yeah, Lori doesn't think this is really going to happen. She's going to tell the whole story. I have some stories, too. Like my brother and my dad are racist, I think. But we'll Uh-oh. get right... Yeah, problematic things. And we're going to talk about it right here on Genius Parade. My brother heard that the Cleveland Indians changed their name to Guardians. So in protest, he bought a hat. A still hat? The Olo Which is very shocking because usually my brother is actually pretty liberal. But I think when it comes to baseball, it's just toxic masculinity takes over. And then my yeah. dad has some bizarre fucking argument that instead of changing the name of Indians, we should all get along. Dad, <laughs> I have a story. One way you get along. If you get rid of racist shit, Dad, I'm going to tell you something. Confederate statues are also a good first step. Yeah, he thinks that that's too big of a deal. Yeah. Oh, Laurie. Yeah, we all missed you on Genius Parade this week. So how I was so surprised and so pleased when you said you wanted to do a show today about uh, Genius Parade. About, uh, oh, good. The divorce. Well, I didn't expect you to want to do a show, to be honest with you. So I'm, I'm glad, too. Because I feel like well, if we're not yeah. doing a podcast, we're not talking. Well, no, it's just, I only, I, you know, I, I had this promise to myself a long time ago, and I tried to stick to it, which is I only want to do one podcast a day. And usually today yeah. I'd be doing Throwing Down, but we did it on Saturday. So um, I had a day off, and so, like, uh, I, was, didn't, I didn't have a podcast today. So, um, yeah, here we are. We can do Jesus yeah. Parade. Uh, so, so, so I actually don't know much. I just, actually what I sang in the song is all I really know. Why don't you mm-hmm. tell us what happened? Do you know what the fight was about or anything? Yes. Oh, okay. Okay. Very good. So, go so, ahead. uh, do you want me to start now or? Yeah, this is, uh, okay. that's what this is. We're on Genius Parade, Lori. Uh, um, Deckhead so- made a good point. Yeah, my, my dad and brother are big fans of your work from 2006. Yeah, that's what I was laughing at. That's what, <laughs> uh, I'm glad. I'm glad that they think I'm funny mm-hmm. and nothing else. And we're not going to get into it. Um, so my dad is going on a camping trip with his friend Rick, um, in two weeks, I want to okay. say. All right. And uh, they're going to rent an RV and travel around. And I don't know exactly where they're going. Do you think or they'll why have gay doing... sex? Mm, no, 
I don't think so. Okay, go on. <laughs> no. Story got a little less interesting, but go ahead. So, I don't know how you would think, jump to that conclusion, but okay. So, I've seen a lot of gay um, porn. What, sorry? I've seen a lot of gay porn, where that's the premise, where it's two guys who are just going to get away from their wives in the RV, and then one thing leads to another, and next thing you know, they're fucking. I think Nami's oh, posted good. a couple of those in the Porn Decor Lounge on Wednesdays and Saturdays. Well, <laughs> I'm glad that you think that my dad is part of that. Mm-hmm. Um, but no. Well, so, people don't know this. Remember your dad? Because your dad's the one that got you into <laughs> stand-up comedy, right? Um. Yes. Yeah. He did. Yeah. Yeah. Because your dad there. was a uh, aspiring stand-up comic. And back in 1978, he went by the name. Now I can use this word. I don't have to say something word. He went by Bill Fagacamp. And uh, no, actually, well, it's when and this is this is a true thing. Unlike all the things that you've said about me, mm-hmm. but he uh, his when he was doing stand up comedy, he wanted to be known as Notorious Fag <laughs> because he wore uh, he wore a pink suit. Well, he did stand up. Yeah, you see? I, I Look, I know sometimes there's truth in a joke. Okay, so go ahead. So my dad's been buying stuff for this trip, and my mom has been saying that, you know, he's spending a ridiculous amount of money, and it all kind of culminated with um, he bought, like... A Costco-sized box of condoms? No. Oh. He close. He bought like over a hundred dollars worth of hemorrhoid wipes. Lori, Lori, <laughs> look here's the you know I, it's so funny. This is kind of like reminding me of the, of the Trump era when like late night shows didn't know what to do because the Trump administration itself was a parody of itself. Yes. In that, like, I was, as you were saying that, type in Amazon, because I remember one year they notoriously sold a giant, like, tub of lube, you know? So I was going to go post that link in the Discord. That's like, I'm going to say hemorrhoid wipes are number three on a gay outings list. It's like condom lube, number three is hemorrhoid wipes. Why is number three hemorrhoid wipes? Look, if you're aggressively sticking shit up your butt, you know, you're no, going to get some hemorrhoids. No, he's not. He's not aggressively doing that. Uh-huh. Um, he, so anyways, mm-hmm. so he, uh, and the reason he did, he had a reason. Sure. And the reason was He's going to get that, fucked a lot on the RV. No. Okay. The reason was, is he is, uh, the the hemorrhoid wipes that he likes yeah. are going are no longer going to be sold. Oh, uh huh. So for for some reason, um, he is um, that they're discontinued essentially. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he, in a panic, yeah, bought all the hemorrhoid wipes. Mm-hmm. It sounds, um, it sounds like a normal thing to do. Yes. So. There, you know, to be honest with you, get a little gay nerdy here. There is a rumor that Stephen Sondheim liked this one particular brand of pencil for writing. Uh-huh. And they were going to go out of business. Or they were announcing they were going to go out of business. And they discontinued. And he bought the entire run to last him the rest of his life. 
Wait, wait, what was it? A pencil that he really liked. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Mm. So, he, um, so my mom, like, had a conniption, mm-hmm. essentially, and was like, you're, you're, you're buying us out of house and home. Basically. I've seen those porns where the wife catches the dad, like the husband, fucking It's not guy. a porn. Oh. It's not a porn. Please stop calling it a porn. Okay. So, And by the way, dad, wait, 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 wait. Is librarian here? Okay. Just, just, we should say this, Lori, that you're in on the joke. Yes. Okay. Go ahead. No, yeah, I am. So, but so anyway, so my dad had, uh, he, he was frustrated with, um, my mom and my, you know, my, and the problem with both of them, you know, for example, my mom is like, I just asked him Mm -hmm. why he insists on buying us out of house and home. Mm -hmm. You know, that's like, that's all I asked. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, but she says in such a calm way, it's like, and then, and then he told me to go fuck myself and then I'm a horrid bitch. And I was like, yeah, okay. I'm sure that that's all. Both can be true, by the way. But, um, my dad, well, I talked to my dad and my dad was all like, well, I, I, cause I've just been telling my dad, just leave, just leave the, leave, walk away, go to the other room. Mm-hmm. And my dad's like, well, I was like, he goes, she just kept calling. She just said I wasn't a real man. And I was like, and I said, and then what did you say? And he goes, nothing. I just left. And I said, okay, well then why are you guys having a fight? And he goes, well, she, she, uh, I came outside after a while and then she told me that she was going to, she would rather die than let, let me have the house and the divorce. And I said, I can make that happen. I was like, okay, this is how Dateline episodes start. Like, can you imagine just for a second, can you imagine when they go to the divorce court and the judge is like, so run this by me again. Um, why are you getting divorced? Um, he bought all the hemorrhoid wipes. Yeah, hold on for a second. I have, wow. I have it right here, actually. Um, here we go. This is Bill Rockenkamp. He's married. What's your mom's name? Patty. Okay. I never. You know, I've never known your mom's name. Oh well, you know that her name is Patrice, and the the running joke is that only the only other Patrices we we know about are black men. Eddie so. Ten, speaking of black men, in the I don't even know if Eddie Ten's black. Uh, in in the chat room says he wanted to know, would you cover your the murder in your own podcast? Oh yeah, but I would have Maria do the research because she's oh, okay. better at research. Yeah. Eddie Ten's Dominican. Eddie Ten, what do you think of this whole? Because I want to I want to fight with Lori. What do you think of this whole um, in the Heights drama? All right, here we go. Patrice Roggenkamp is divorcing Bill Roggenkamp because he bought all the hemorrhoids when he decided to go to business. She said he's in her, he's either buying them out of house and home. This is Bill Roggenkamp. He said his wife is a, what is it again, Lori? A uh, horrid bitch. A horrid bitch, and he could make her die and or get divorced. It's a real court. With real cases. It's Joe Batanz. Judge Joe. 
That's at the um, that's at the anti Vera Charles level. You get that show. <laughs> so yeah. So anyways. So so basically. So so that happened. Well. So here's the thing. And this is something that um, <laughs> this is something that has been a known thing in my family that nobody outside of my father, my brother and I have seen because nobody has seen my mom get ready for something. But my mom gets, has such high anxiety about things Mm -hmm. when she goes places that she just literally becomes like the most annoying person in the world, like super passive aggressive, super, you know, So are you uh, always anxious? Am I always anxious? Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm I'm anxious, but <laughs> I see what you're saying. But she like, uh, but she gets super like anal retentive about things. Like, for example, she should borrow some one, of your dad's wipes. <laughs> one time we were we were going to uh, Chicago, I want to say, or we were mm-hmm. going somewhere, and my mom. Isn't it we funny were, that your dad bought hammered wipes and you guys went to Chicago? Sorry, go ahead. No, I don't understand that. Well, caguer in Spanish is a verb for shit. Sorry, sorry, go ahead. Oh, well, it's always funny when you have to explain it. That's what I always say. So, good job. That's why I'm launching the new comedy podcast, Jokes Explained. Jokes Explained by Joe. It's a a podcast. Uh huh. It's a podcast. It's Um, a podcast. It's a podcast. It's podcast is where we wear cod pieces while we do a podcast. That's what a podcast is. Mm-hmm. And we do uh, tongue twisters. But go ahead. So, um, so we were going to Chicago, and my dad, uh, and we leave the house, and my dad had a newspaper on the table, mm-hmm. and he was reading the news. It was like this was like five morning, and my dad was reading a newspaper, and my mom goes, throw away the newspaper before we leave. Well, my dad got in a fight with my mom about it. And he's like, I'm just going to leave it here. Cause I want to finish the article, mm-hmm. which to be fair to my mom, that was never going to happen. And also we're going to be gone. To, oh, I know we were going to Syracuse mm-hmm. and we're going to be gone a week. So it's like, really, you want to finish the article that, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. from the newspaper a week from now, like just read it on the online. So my dad doesn't throw away the newspaper. So then the entire trip where we drive up there, my mom is complaining that we're going to get cockroaches Mm -hmm. because cockroaches love the smell of newspaper. Yeah. Which is that true? I've never heard in my entire life. Not even once. Mm -hmm. And my mom, I was like, I don't think that's true. My mom's like, no, they do. They love the smell of newspaper. And now we're going to have cockroaches. And so, I was like, I don't think we're going to get cockroaches just because of one newspaper. But also, to be fair, like, again, my dad could have thrown it away, you know, like or brought it with him. Mm-hmm. Like, why couldn't he just brought it? So it was just such a weird argument to have. So my my parents were supposed to go this starting tomorrow, yesterday. They were supposed to drive to uh, Carlsbad to visit my grandfather and his wife. Mm hmm. Because they had rented a house out in Carlsbad. Mm-hmm. Are they going to stop by people- and see a Stuker? I think a Stuker lives by Carlsbad. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. 
So we should um, do a road trip and go visit the Astutes. Don't you think, Lori? Would you do that? Would you go on I'd a road trip and meet up with the Astutes? I would do that. I mean, they're super busy. Don't are they, they really? Like, don't they have a kid? Well, why does that mean they're busy? Astute girl said we can go over. Oh, I'm thinking of somebody else. Never mind. They have a kid. They have a couple of kids, I think, actually. Um, I would go. I would go. I mean, we'd have to schedule it with them. I don't want to just invite myself No, no. Over. We'll just cruise on over. Okay. Wouldn't it be uh, funny anyways. if we do a live show? Hold on. Hear me out. Hear me oh, out. they have a pool. Yeah. Wouldn't it be funny if we do a We don't tell Astute, right? We do a live show. We go in different cars so they don't know, right? And we do a live show, but we're actually driving to their house. And during the show, we knock on their door. That would be... I would rather n- them know, but I would think it would be funny for us to do a live show and then ev- never and they're, like, end listening. up at their house. Yeah, and they're listening. Yeah. <laughs> so, um... So my parent, my parents were supposed to, my mom, my aunt, my mom, my dad, and my aunt were supposed to drive to Carlsbad mm-hmm. yesterday to go. And my mom has been, her knee's been bothering her and she's been stressed out at work. Mm-hmm. Normally when, when a vacation's coming up, my mom will do one of two things. My knee's been bothering me, by the way. Really? Well, I didn't tell you which knee though. She'll either go on the trip or she'll, she'll fake some kind of like, like, ups- she'll be upset about something. Like, uh, the last time my parents were supposed to go on a trip, my mom got mad at my dad for um, leaving the garage door open while he was cleaning the garage. Mm-hmm. And then she said that she wasn't going to go on the trip with him because she was she couldn't be in the same room as him. And that's pretty much similar. So my mom and my dad get in this fight, and my mom goes, "I'm not, I'm not. We're getting a divorce, and I'm not going on to Carlsbad with you." This is. Not the because this is not the most recent divorce thing, right? No, this is yeah. Oh, it this is. is the most. So she's not. She, so my dad and my aunt went to Carlsbad. Now this is my mom's dad. Mm-hmm. This is my mom's dad. My mm. mom's dad, my grandfather, does not give a shit if my dad shows up. Like he could care less about my father. He wanted to see my his two daughters. He wanted mm. to see my aunt, and my mom. Wait, doesn't he have three daughters? He has three daughters, but my my aunt Kathy isn't going. Do you want so, to guess which knee is bothering me? So my dad and my do you so want now, to guess which knee is bothering me? So now my dad. <laughs> All right, I'll tell you my wee knee. Hi everyone, I'll be at the the Irvine Improv this Saturday. You gotta explain why that's funny. That's on my other podcast, not this podcast. Oh, okay, go oh, on. Okay. Go ahead. So, anyway, so that, uh, oh, Humble says she thought it might be with your kidney. Yeah. If I keep eating the way I am, it will be. So, um, so yeah, so now my parents are getting, but see, the problem is, is they, they can't get divorced. Like, I'm not saying that they won't. Mm -hmm. I'm just saying that it would be, neither one of them wants to go through with the actual ramifications of what it would be like if they got divorced. Yeah. Because they can't, they wouldn't be able to have the lifestyle that they have. Mm-hmm. But see, that's the problem. Is like they keep saying they're going to do it. So I just am like, put up. I, I was talking to my mom. I just said, put up or shut up. File but, for divorce. But here's the thing. Here's the thing. So and she, she was like, well, it's just a lot more complicated than. That. I was like, it's not. It's really not. Wait, I have a question. And this is a legitimate question. So some. 
friends of my mom's cousin or what? It's a whole complicated story, right? They're getting divorced. All right. Okay. The husband cheated on the wife. All right. Oh, They've okay. been married for like 50 years or whatever. Cheated on the wife. She's getting divorced. All right. And the husband says to her, okay, now when my mom tells me, well, you know what? Trots Away has a really good idea. You should tell your parents to contact betterhelp.com slash drag race and use the offer code drag race to get 10% off their first month for some couples <sighs> therapy. Yeah. Anyway, um, no, so, they have a couples therapist, but they hate him. They say that all he does is talk, talk about how him and his wife go on jogs together. And my mom's like, we're not fucking joggers. So. No, your dad's fucking his friend on this RV trip. Anyway, so. Mm. Oh my gosh. So, um, the, so the husband tells the wife, listen, I, I understand. You, you want to leave me, whatever. But why are we going to give, we're in our 70s. Why are we going to give away our retirement and everything we have to lawyers? Why don't we just separate and I will pay you alimony and yada, yada, yada and do all this. And like, I think he even wanted to live in the same house. Like, why don't we just live in the same house, but we're just separate. There was some whole weird thing, right? And uh, she was like, no, they're still getting divorced. And so my question to you is, you know, your parents aren't that old. They're not in their 70s, but... Why not just break up? Why not just permanently separate but not go through the legal divorce? That's they, what I said. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, okay. You are on that page. Yeah, I said, why don't you guys just separate? Uh-huh. You know, move into separate rooms. Because mm-hmm. they still sleep in the same bed. Yeah. So I was just like, why don't you guys just separate? Mm-hmm. Move into separate rooms. And then that way, you guys can just be separated. Mm-hmm. But no, they don't want to do that. My mom was like, if I'm going to, if we're going to separate, we might as well get divorced. And I said, there's such a different, uh, there's such a different line between getting divorced. Because didn't your mom say during the last divorce that, uh, she was just going to be single for the rest of her life? So it's not like she's going to want to go out there and start dating, right? Yeah. My dad's like, my dad basically is already putting out (laughs) feelers. Like my dad is like already like, well, I just want to start looking for like somebody out there who actually appreciates me. Like, okay, Dad. But your you dad can't your, even get along you know. with the the Spectrum repairman. Uh oh. Uh no, they didn't get along, but they um I think they like ended up getting that E Eero. Do you know what that is? No, but isn't there a thing where Spectrum won't come out and repair things at your house because of your dad? Oh, yeah. No. I don't think they went with Spectrum because of that. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, so they... Yeah, I don't think they ended up going with Spectrum because of the whole issue with that. So. Yeah. So how, so how do you feel about this? I mean, look... I don't think anybody ever wants their parents to get divorced, you know, mm-hmm. unless there's like actual abuse involved. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I, I want them to be happy, mm-hmm. you know, I want them to be, I mean, I guess your parents, do you think that it would ever be a, a situation where your parents would get divorced? No, they're too codependent. You think your parents are happy? Yes. No, I'm the one that's miserable. Can I divorce them? (laughs) 
Do you think your parents love each other? Yes, 100%. In fact, I, I think my parents are those people that will, like, once one... Di- well, if my mom dies first, my dad will die, like, a, a very soon after. If my dad dies first, I can see my mom living for a lot longer. She's a lot more independent than my dad. See, the thing is, is I genuinely think that they love each other, but I just don't think they like each other. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think there are things they like about each other, but I, oh, on the whole, I don't think that they like, and I, I think they're both in their ways of like, this is, I mean, they're in their early to, they're in their middle to late sixties, both yeah. of them. Mm-hmm. My dad's almost 70. Yeah. And I think he just, he wants to just live his life. He's mm-hmm. like, look, I've, I've gotten to this stage. I want to be able to do what I want to do. Mm-hmm. And my mom, she just needs everything to be under her control. You know, she needs to be able to to say when somebody, when you can purchase something, when you can't purchase something, you know, she just, it, so. Let me ask you a question. Let's say a judge. Uh Uh-huh. Said to you, listen, Lori, you have to choose a side. And you, whatever side you choose. My dad. (laughs) I choose my dad. What about Billy? Where would he choose? My mom, probably. Oh, really? Interesting. I mean, but, well, here's the thing. Mm -hmm. Now, let's say, if this was reality... Yeah. Which it is. I would tell my mom that I choose her. Because my mom has all the money. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Uh, But I I personally don't think she would give me any. Because, I mean, like, have I told you the whole issue with the tuition thing again that's come up again why don't you remind i remember what you're talking about but why don't you remind everyone in the audience what you're talking about so my parents are need to help support me going to get my master's and we we split um you know we split money we split the tuition they play they paid the lion's share and i paid what i could Mm -hmm. and so uh this go around because i don't have as much money as i had before i was gonna ask them if they could you know i asked them if they could pay my first tuition my first semester's tuition and, and then you're at I cal could- state right yeah okay and i want everyone to know cal state is the public school which is fine but it's cheaper than most it's not like you're not going to like usc or something which is like fifty thousand a year this is like yes. significantly less expensive all right yes. yeah go ahead so um they agreed they said yes so then over the summer i had to take a summer school class i actually took supposed to take two but i ended up only taking one okay so at the time i was taking two Mm -hmm. and it was going to be roughly thirteen hundred dollars so i actually could pay some i could pay 300 of those dollars that that money you know so i needed i i said i can pay 300 and I asked my mom, you know, can I have your credit card information so I could pay the others? And she goes, she said, well, why do we have to pay that much money? And see, this is stuff that's happened before with my mom is mm-hmm. like, she will agree to do something and she'll make you see, it seem like, of course we'll pay. Of course we'll help you out. Mm-hmm. And then, um, she will say, uh, I, I never agreed to this and I don't understand why I have to pay that much money. Why can't you pay more money? And I said, well, first off, you agreed to pay all of it. I'm telling you I could pay 300 of it. Mm-hmm. So um, so anyway, so now um, 
Now, so we got through that mess. Is your mom? And I ended up paying him back. I ended what? up paying him for it. Does you? Yeah, I pay- okay, that's ridiculous. Does your mom follow you on social media? No. Because I was going to say, if she saw on, on the social media that you're like, I can only pay 300 and meanwhile you took the entire city of Anaheim to this camping trip, uh, <laughs> she would have been like, wait, hold on, what the fuck? Well, that's stuff that Star and I have bought. Yeah. I haven't, I, that's mostly Star stuff. Mm-hmm. So anyways, so, um, so then about a week ago, mm-hmm. So I dro- had to drop one of the classes. So mm-hmm. I drop one of the classes. Yeah. And um, she gets a refund back. And so we have this whole argument about whether or not she's going to pay me back. Because I paid for my full tuition. So she had an argument about whether or not she was going to pay me back the money for the class. Or she was just going to keep it. And I said, if you guys are going to pay you know, my semester. And she goes, no, no, no. Here, you take the money. And whatever, you know, it doesn't matter. Whatever happens, you know, you, you take the money and then we will, um, we'll pay for your next semester. So I said, Oh, great, great. So then, uh, knowing how my mom is, I put that money in savings. So then this is the refund money. This is the refund money. Okay. Yeah. So I put that money in savings because so I knew my mom and I was like, she's probably going to. Tr- find a way to be like, oh, well, just deduct the, the money that we, you know, we gave you or whatever. But so no, then, no, 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 She didn't give you money. I know, I, I know, but wait, that's if what I'm, I'm not, Hold on. If I'm not mistaken, I want to make sure everyone's clear because it's getting a little confusing. It was $1,300, okay? Yes. For the semester for both classes. Yes. You chipped in 300 she yes. put in a thousand, but then you also gave your mom the thousand. So you yes. paid, so she essentially fronted the money. And then, and I'm not going to make a judgment whether that was right or wrong. That's just what happened. And so you paid $1,300 for the semester. You dropped one of the classes. I, was it, were they the same number of units? Or like, did you get 650 back? No, or, I got no. 750 back. Okay, so you got 750 back. But they, because your mom had fronted the money and she got the check. And so then she gave you the check for $750 and said, oh, here's yes. that money. And now, so you, you got $750 of your own money back, but you put it in savings. And your mom had said to you, uh, no, I'll still, I'm going to help you with the next semester. Because if I, remember, yes. if I remember correctly, her original argument was, why would I pay for you to go to summer school? Wasn't that her original yes. argument? Yes. Okay. Yeah. So now she's, she's saying, but now this is fall semester. I will help pay for that. Go ahead. Yes. So now I'm only taking two classes. And I think, again, I haven't added a lot, but I think, again, the tuition's like $1,400, $1,500. Sure. So, um, so I, I tell my parents, okay, uh, and last week, randomly, I get a check from the school for $500. I have absolutely no idea what this is for. Mm-hmm. No idea whatsoever. Yeah. So my aunt, um, I ask, you know, I tell my aunt and I say, I got a check from the school for $500. There's absolutely no way for me to find out. I've sent, I tried calling the bursar's office and they're like, we're because of COVID, nobody's in office. So you have to email us. So I've emailed every email I can find. Nobody has responded back to me. Okay. So I haven't cashed a check cause I don't know what it's for. And I don't know. 
I don't know if you have this fear. Um, so my, my aunt mm-hmm. had something happen to her several like decades ago mm-hmm. when she was like in her twenties where, um, essentially the way she tells it is that the IRS gave her more of a refund than that she was supposed to get. Mm-hmm. So like, let's say she was supposed to get a thousand dollars back. She got $2,000 back. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. But then they recognized their mistake, but they charged her double. So they said that she owed $4,000. Yeah. So because she, she spent the money, she owed $4,000. So it became like this hassle that she spent like five, six years trying to get to, to solve. And ever since then, anytime there's any kind of deposit, I'm more worried about deposits that I don't, can't account for than I am mm-hmm. about deposit that it, taking away. Mm-hmm. Because ever since like that has always been like a big, um, like issue in our family as to like, if you don't know what, what the money is, don't spend it. Like you don't, there might be an accident. How often? Well, okay. I mean, that's why, that good advice, but how often does this happen where it's a family saying? I actually had some money one time be put in my account that the, my credit union, it was a mistake and I didn't spend it. And then they took it out. They actually took out more than they should have. And then that mm-hmm. I had to debate that with the yeah. my credit union guys. I'm telling you right now, never fuck with the IRS years ago. When I had my tut- a different tutoring business, well, same one, but it was the first iteration of it. I decided to end the business. Okay. And I had a payroll company that did my payroll. And I told them I was ending the business, thus ending my payroll relationship with me. And they were like, okay, well, there's a whole close of business thing you need to do. And I'm like, okay. And I paid them to do it, right? And ended the relationship with them, business over. Then like two or three years later, I go to my bank account. First, I go to the ATM. And it's like, you have no money. And in fact, you're like $2,000 in the hole or something like that, right? I was like... What Jesus. the fuck? And I do some research. I don't know how I figured this out or whatever. The IRS ha- was under the, the... Basically, the payroll company never did what it was supposed to do with the IRS. And I owed this, these payroll taxes, essentially. And so they came after me and they garnished my bank account and wiped everything out. Right? So I had to Jesus. go through this process... Um, where I filled out some paperwork. Now, I want everyone to know happy ending. I got the money back. But th- this happened, like, I want to say at the end of September. I didn't get the money back until early January. Oof. And there was three months where I had to wait for the federal government to correct the problem. And the payroll company had to tell them they made the mistake. It was a whole thing. And I, so I, basically for, like, three months, until I could make back enough money to live... I had my parents had to like support me for those three months. Not three months, but like maybe like a month. Because literally everything I owed was uh, I owned was wiped away in an instant by the IRS. I had no liquid cash, nothing. Oof. And That's so terrifying. I had to tell my parents like, until this comes back, I'll pay you back. But can you float me? It was horrible. So it was it was very scary. And when you're an average person, you're looking at all these forms and you don't know what they mean and it doesn't make any sense. And I I had paid a company to do my payroll taxes, so they knew it was awful, awful, awful. I still live in fear of that. Yeah. Um so this will relate because uh this also has to do with taxes, is that um 
I have tried to, I tried to file my taxes electronically and they said the IRS said that they can't find my, my identification. And why does it's this been always awful. happen to you? Why does this always unemployment? I don't know. Do you exist on paper? Is there, are you an illegal, uh, an undocumented, uh, person or something? I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> That's your impersonation of an undocumented person. Yeah. That's a Russian person. Cause mm-hmm. you know, Russians are shifty. Yeah. Um, so, uh, my mom tried to file my taxes electronically and it didn't, so I'm supposed to get a $1,200 refund, but it went to your mom. (laughs) No, I haven't gotten it. And when we try and figure out where, what the status of my refund is, they're like, we can't, we don't know who you are. We can't, uh, I've denied knowing who you are. I'm with the government on this. Yeah. So. So all that. So now I have so I have five hundred dollars. I have seven fifty saved. I have five hundred dollars that I can't. I don't know why I got mm-hmm. a check for it. Mm-hmm. I have twelve hundred dollars from the from the IRS that I can't account for. So my mom. Now, mind you, yeah. I'm not mentioning any of this. I just send my I send my parents an email and I say, "Hey, this is the breakdown for my, um, uh, you know my my semester." Let me know, you know, when you guys want to give me your credit card information. So my mom sends an email and says, uh, Lori, well, and then also like, she, I don't know if your parents do this, but she puts so, she, she puts so much like uh, animosity into text. Like if you, if, if you texted my mom, hello, my mom be like, what are you, what are you trying to say? Like she just has this like weird way of like, being like so she like she she literally emailed me and said i don't appreciate your tone when have we ever not given you money for for uh your semester now mind you i didn't say like oh you know if hopefully this time i just said let me know when i can you guys can give me your credit card information because i don't write down their credit card information because they get paranoid when i when i did that and then they always want to have this rigmarole so i was like Okay, I won't write down your credit card information anymore. So now I have to call them every single time. We have to go through this back and forth. So my dad was like, "I'm not, I'm not getting in the middle of this because um, your mom, yeah, because your mom, your mom is really upset." And I was like, "Why is she upset?" That's the thing. I don't understand what I did. Why is she upset? So then. I told my mom, I said, I don't understand why you're upset. And she said, well, I just feel like you have all this money coming in and I just don't see why we have to pay for your semester. And I said, because you said you would. And she was like, oh, okay. Well, so you're, you're just going to hold on to the money you have. I was like, yeah, I'm going to save it because Star and I are hoping to move out and I want to save money. So I'm going to save it. She goes, okay, well, I need you to show me that you're saving the money. And I said, well, I saved the $750 you gave me. She goes, well, I need to say, you need to show me that you're saving at least $3,000. And I was like, why at least $3,000? And where did that amount come from? And also, like, how would I, I don't have $3,000. She goes, well, when you show me that you saved $3,000, that's when we'll help you pay for your, for your college. And I'm just like, I don't get, Mm-hmm. what her issue is. And then also this last week she emailed me and said that she was like, well, if you need help with anything with school, let me know. I think your mom has a serious mental illness. 
I mean, if you need help with anything for school, let me know. Yeah, I need you to pay my fucking tuition. <laughs> so anyway, so my dad, my dad is going to just pay for it. But technically my parents are paying for it. My dad was just like, I'll, I'll give you my credit card information when I get back from vacation. There were... <laughs> His, his gay sex vacation. His yeah. gaycation. You know, um, there was something you said right now in the story that reminded me that this, something that my parents did this morning, which it was just, it was just uh, an example of something that happens every day. They, it, it's gotten, I think it's gotten worse as they've gotten older, is that they, they create a story in their heads. And I've seen it in real time, but today was a very good example of how it happens in real times. And then they believe the made-up story, and that becomes reality. And it's yeah. a marvel to see happening in front of you. So we have neighbors who live across the street from us, an Indian family, okay? Uh-huh. And there's a woman, a, a mom, and her two kids live with her, but they're both adults. One of them is probably in her mid to late 20s. And the other one is early to mid twenties. From what I've heard, and it's this has born to be true that he goes to college. He's in university and he lives there during the year. So he's home for the summer. Okay. Uh I don't really see him that often, so it makes sense that I see him more now because it's the summer. All right. Mm-hmm. So this morning they were actually my dad was actually talking about how he's he heard the mom he's all, oh, that poor son. He gets it from his mom and his sister and was telling the story um, about how one time my dad said he saw the mom yelling at him about the garbage and then the sister was yelling about something else another day. And, uh, and whatever it was it had to do with he was carrying a bunch of books. Okay. And my mom goes, this is a, listen, here's the, listen to this thread. It is fucking fascinating. Step one. My mom goes... Oh, yeah, of course he has books. Now, he doesn't say they were college books. He just said he had books in his hand. Okay, so listen to all the made-up parts. Oh, yeah, that makes sense because he's in college. Okay, but I'll go with that. All right, even though it's made up, you don't know what kind of books they were, but all right. And my dad said, but if he's in college, why is he carrying books? Because um, it, it's summer. Then my mom says, well, maybe he goes to summer school. And then my dad says, but I thought he went, he lives at college. Why would he be going into summer school? And she goes, maybe he's going to a college locally for the summer. And he said, but why would he do that? My mom goes, oh, maybe he dropped out of college because she can't afford it anymore. And he goes, oh, she can't afford the college anymore? He goes, well, no. There's this a is pandemic. An improv scene. No. This is a yes and. I know. This is an improv scene. I know. He goes, she goes, well, Maybe the her um the the business went out went out of business because of the pandemic. My dad goes, she works for the federal government. He goes, maybe they're cutting back, and so she had to take him out of college because they saw him carrying books. They didn't even say textbooks. They saw him carrying books. They made up an entire scenario that she's pulled him out of college because she can't afford it. Oh my! And they God. were sitting there talking about. It. I go, and I say this now every morning when I leave the breakfast table. Or any t the table at all, I go, all right, well, I'm due back on planet Earth. I, that's literally how I say, that's how I go away every single time. I say, all right, well, I'm due back on planet Earth. And I came upstairs and did this job with hands. Because <laughs> they're crazy people. Well, that's like, um, 
my dad, my dad's going a little crazy because his goddaughter is having a baby. Mm-hmm. And so basically I've just, I've just learned to just get over. I'm just like, okay. He's basically like, this is the only chance I'll have. He, he's told me and everybody who will listen, this is the only chance I'll have to be a grandfather. And I'm like, what about Billy and <laughs> what mm-hmm. about your actual children? And he's like, uh, I don't, I don't know. I think you guys will just be fun aunt, fun mm-hmm. aunts and uncles. And I was like, to whom? Yeah. We don't have any other siblings. <laughs> so who are we going to be aunts and uncles to? Yeah. So anyway, so my dad is now like all in on this, this kid. So he calls himself the West Coast grandfather because, um, they're from the East Coast. So they were doing a Zoom session where they were meeting the, uh, this, you know, the parents and the, not the baby, but they were, it was a baby shower. That's what it's called. Mm-hmm. I was like, they were going to meet the baby, but it was in the womb. That's, that's the long explanation that I was going to give. So they, um, have the baby shower and you know, there's a point in the baby shower where usually they'll, they'll do like a gender reveal, but they don't, the parents don't want to know the gender of the baby. Mm-hmm. And so my dad now, like we're in aqua aerobics mm-hmm. doing aqua aerobics. And my dad is telling random people that, um, they, that they are saying that they're going to let the child decide what gender it is. Mm-hmm. Now, granted that could be the choice that the, that the parents have made, you mm-hmm. know, and that's that's their choice. But my dad is taking them saying we're we don't want to know the gender of our baby before it's born mm-hmm. to mean that they're never gonna know the gender of the baby. And it was like, why do you care so much? So now he's so fixated yeah. on this bait and he's like, I don't care. I don't care what they say. They that when I see the baby, I'm just gonna I'm gonna look and I'm gonna say, Oh, it's a boy, you know, and I'm like, Dad, like they're barely going along with what you want to do. If you like ruin their, their idea of what they, of how they want to raise this kid, do you think that they would actually like keep you around? Mm-hmm. Like you're not actually anybody's grandfather in this scenario. They don't, they don't feel obligated to keep you around. Yeah. So you don't even feel obligated. Your mom doesn't feel obligated to keep him around. No. Oh, zip tie just fell out of my boob. Oh. Oh, uh, Laurie, what a day it's been for both of us. Oh, it's been good. Yeah. And it all happened right here on Genius Parade. Lori, she told the story about her parents getting divorced, about his gay sex trip. That's not what it was he, about. In an RV, saying to his friend, come and blow me. No. He bought all of the poppers and is trying to avoid the coppers when he's fucking his friend in the woods. Yeah, but Malloy, that's what happens. You go, you drive to a remote location, go into the weed, go into the bush, so to speak, and you bugger your friend unless the cops show up. And then you're in real trouble. Wait, Lori, my parents are crazy. 
they think the neighbor quit no quit school because the mom is too poor because he was caring books that's right Lori because he was carrying some books they decided that he quit college because his mom is too poor and they live together they live in the same uh, ha- house right they live in the they same house in- and he needs to pay her back the tuition. Ah, yeah, it's called a callback. Full circle. Full circle. Lori's story about her mom. Her mom is conning her with some sort of weird front where she charges Lori for a school she doesn't go to. We both come from crazy families. Yeah.